0: i can't i can't do the voice how do i do it you just <laughs> put an <laughs> r sound like a dummy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: you just put an Dur- r in every single word wait let me try
0: <laughs> let me try dirt dirt mind mur- like that mur- <laughs>
1: okay every vowel just replace Dur- it with an r
0: dirt yeah. merned if a do And welcome to the Trials and Error Podcast, three friends trying different wellness challenges to improve their lives in stuff. I'm Shauna. I'm Melanie. And I'm Brianna.
1: And this week... We tried following a vegan or a vegetarian uh, diet. Um, I feel like this was a bye week for me because I already follow a vegan diet, but it was something new for Melanie and Shauna to try. And I actually don't know which ones you guys tried. Did you do like a mix? Did you do just vegan? Did you do just vegetarian?
0: I did vegetarian and then I did one day where I was vegan. I did full vegetarian because vegan sounds hard. I was just curious because
1: we, like, didn't, didn't even discuss it. So, yeah, we tried that for a week. So, um, I just want to, before we start, put a little disclaimer out there that we are not dietitians, nutritionists, doctors... If you do try a vegetarian or vegan diet, please do it at your own risk and consult a professional. If you have any questions or concerns, always do what is best and healthiest for you. Everybody is different. Everybody's bodies are different. Everybody's health is different. Um, This is not an attack or shaming on non-vegan or vegetarian or plant-based eaters. So uh, we're just speaking about our experiences in a very trying something new, <laughs> yeah, just a very broad overview kind of way. That's a good disclaimer, Bree. I was kind of nervous about talking about this because I feel like veganism, especially, can get very touchy very, based on you know whatever. Yeah, there you go. It's controversial. It can be political. And then I just feel like people always have something to say about it, whether it's positive or negative or or against. Um, And this is just speaking to eating habits. This is not, you know, we're not diving too far into everything. Anyways, that's one giant disclaimer um, is just don't come at us. So we're not here it. Don't at me. Don't (laughs) at me. We're not here for it. We're not... It's not going to happen. Anyways, so I just wanted to give a little bit of background on my veganism or vegetarianism. Um, So almost four years ago, I went vegetarian, mostly out of curiosity. I'd been wanting to try it for a really long time um, just because I figured if there are so many people in the world that follow that type of lifestyle or eating habits... Uh, then there must be something to it, and I just kind of wanted to see like if I would like it or not with the thought that if I didn't like it, I would just go back to eating meat. I didn't really hold myself in an extremist point of view, so I tried it, and I really liked it. I noticed a huge difference right away in how I felt, how much energy I had, and I just, I don't know, I just felt good, and I liked seeing the amount of fruits and vegetables in, in my diet now that meat wasn't like the center of it, which when I first started kind of blew my mind at how many of my meals were so meat-centric. And once I took out the meat, there was nothing, there was no substance to it. So it was kind of a wake-up call um, just based on how balanced my diet wasn't but it was also a good thing because it it allowed me to explore other ways of how I was going to get the nutrition that I needed now that I didn't have meat in my diet and that was really fun when it came to recipes and cooking Um, and then earlier this year for my new year's resolution I decided to go strictly vegan and cut out all Animal products altogether, um, and I tried it a few times in the past, and I would only make it a few months before um, giving into. The cheese, because the cheese is like my greatest weakness. The dairy was like my greatest weakness. So I would I always go like, to
0: the cheese. Yeah. Love the I cheese. I that. I love, yeah. <laughs> love it. It
1: was it was the hardest thing. It was like the hardest thing to give up. And whenever I tried to go vegan, I would literally have dreams about going to the grocery store and buying one of those giant like display wheels of cheese and just eating the whole thing. <laughs> So, but anyways, that's a little background on, on my veganism and my vegetarianism As I started out just out of curiosity and then I kept doing it for health reasons and then I went down the documentary spiral and that just helped me reinforce why I feel like I should keep sticking to this type of diet. So... Probably the hardest question that I ever have to answer as a vegan or that I did as a vegetarian was, why did I start? Because everyone has a different reason for starting or a different reason for trying, and that could be... That could even include having no reason at all. Like sometimes people just do it out of the blue just because, and that's, they're all valid reasons. Um, It's your life, it's your diet, and you can do whatever you want. So um, there are a lot of reasons to start, and I just recommend finding something that resonates with you, whether that's health, uh, for animal rights, for environmental concerns, because of the Trials and Error podcast, you know, whatever one gets you to try this.
0: Free, what made you want to go from vegetarian, like, to switch into full vegan? Was it just like, oh, I'm going to try vegan since I've been doing vegetarian for so long and it stuck, or was there, like, a reason for the switchover?
1: Um, no, there was a reason. I'd been wanting to do it for a really long time, uh, and I had tried to do it several times, but like I said, I would just always give in, and it was more of, like, a convenience thing where if I had to eat something without planning, it was hard to find something that was vegan and then didn't just have either milk or eggs in it directly or some kind of byproduct of the two or either or. So I kept going vegetarian mostly because it was convenient, and but I felt a lot of guilt about that because I'd wanted to be vegan for a really long time for some of the reasons that um, I'll cover lightly um, later. So I just, I felt like the more that I got into the community and the more people that I met and the more that I had read and the more documentaries that I had seen, like there's a million reasons to go vegan and they're all very valid and I felt all of them and so I just felt guilty for continuing to be vegetarian and eating dairy and eggs With the knowledge that I had, because in my mind, it was kind of like, well, you have this knowledge and you know better. You're just choosing not to do better. And again, that's just on me. That's like my personal thoughts and feelings about it. And that's why I wanted to do a vegan diet. That makes sense. Those are a few of the reasons why you can start. Just going off of documentaries, because I feel like that's always a good place to start. If you're doing it for health reasons, I recommend... The Game Changers, What the Hell, Forks Over Knives, Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. I think you can find all of these on Netflix right now. Like, most of these are on Netflix, which I think is a pretty accessible platform for everybody. Um, If not, there are a lot of documentaries just out on the internet or on YouTube. If you're interested, for animal rights reasons, Cowspiracy, Earthlings, and Blackfish are good ones, but like trigger warning, if you are an animal person and you don't like animals, seeing animals hurt, it is very hard to watch, but it's also what is out there. For environmental concerns, again, Cowspiracy. Cowspiracy actually is more geared towards the environmental aspect of starting, going vegan um, more so than animal rights, but it does have animal rights things in there. So I kind of put it under both categories and then food ink also speaks a lot to environmental effects of not eating a plant-based diet. Different ways to start or I guess how to start if you're thinking about starting one I would go back to finding a reason as to why you want to start because if you don't have a reason for it I feel like it'll be harder to stick to it, and even if curiosity is your reason, that's totally fine too. I just recommend finding a reason, find something that resonates with you. If you're starting, find a reason, and then pick a diet. So Shauna did all vegetarian, Melanie did vegetarian with one day vegan, so vegetarians, they don't consume meat, but they still consume animal products like dairy and sometimes eggs, like there's even subcategories of vegetarians vegans, and I feel like vegan is a broader label of a lifestyle more so than just a diet, and that typically... Um, aims to avoid any animal products or any exploitation of animals in all aspects of someone's life. So not just food, but clothing, household products, beauty products, things like that. Um, so some people prefer to label their diet as plant-based, and that is more of a diet-specific term, just referring to yourself as as plant-based. Uh, your diet does not include any animal products. So I think that if you are wanting to start a new diet or a new lifestyle change google is your best friend find a site a blog a youtube channel something that you find helpful and informative there's a ton of resources on how to start and i feel like it's just one of those black holes where if you start somewhere it'll lead you to somewhere else to somewhere else to somewhere else there's a lot of places out there that will give you Grocery shopping guides that will give you meal planning guides that will walk you through step by step exactly how to transition your diet, but I would think that the most important step is that you take baby steps and that you have compassion for yourself because there will be times when you make a mistake and you accidentally eat something that you may or may not have wanted to eat and that's okay it happens all the time whether you misread a label or didn't read a label or your friend made something for you and they totally forgot that you were vegan and couldn't have eggs and the thing that they made had eggs in it or just something So, um, or the, there has been a few times where I've eaten at a restaurant and they've labeled something as vegetarian and I've asked them to make it vegan by like, let's say removing eggs or something, but they don't advertise to you that their sauce has fish sauce. So just things like that, where they don't consider fish sauce as an animal product, even though it is. So it's, it's just, um, it's going to happen. And it's not the end of the world. You're not going to die right there on the spot. And there's not going to be a crowd waiting around the corner to shame you and kick you out of the community. I mean, hopefully.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's happened to everybody. And it will happen to you. So just take the steps that you need and make sure to leave a lot of room for error and be nice to yourself. So also pay attention to where you spend a lot of your time. Is it on social media? Do you scroll through Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest? Um, Are you a bookworm? So it just, no matter where you are, what you're into, there's going to be a vegan there. um, (laughs) And there's going to be information and recipes to share. Um, You have, if you are interested in trying this diet or lifestyle you're you're entering a whole brand new community with people who are willing to be friends with you to share recipes with you to um, tell you that it's okay <laughs> when you mess up or to like give you advice on stuff like I said it's just so much information out there it's important to do your research and it's important to build your own community in the places that you feel comfortable so if you are not a reader, Maybe don't get a giant book on veganism, you know, things like that. Um, or if you're a social media person, there's a ton of blogs, Instagram pages. There's freaking Tabitha Brown on TikTok. I love her. She's I was amazing. just gonna she, say her. I she love could Tabitha. Probably
0: I love she her. She should have her own vegan cooking show because everything isn't, she makes looks bomb. Isn't she a? Uh, is she famous? I think like, she's an actress. Yeah, or something. Love her voice. Something. Tabitha, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. And your voice
1: is so soothing. And I could listen to it all day. And she always has really good messages. And yeah. So you'll just... You'll find... Even if you run into very extreme people, they're you know, you don't have to hang out with extreme people. You don't have to follow extreme people. You don't have to read extreme content if that's just not your vibe. There are plenty of people out there that are very understanding and compassionate and have a more gentle approach to the issue and are very understanding with people who don't hold the same views as them. So don't think that, you know, you just have to automatically step into an extremist mindset. Another thing that I recommend if you're starting is to save a lot of recipes. So save recipes that sound safe and easy. Save recipes that sound delicious. Save recipes that you're afraid to try because maybe one day they won't seem so hard and you'll discover something else that you enjoy eating. Um, use recipes that you already have and see what parts of it are animal-based, and um, if there's anything that you could substitute within that, that you can make it vegan. So there's just, it's a lot of trial and error, which is very fitting. Take it one day at a time, take it one step at a time, take it one recipe at a time, and if you find something that you really like and you want to eat it 17 times a week, then by all means. Okay, so um, some benefits of going to a plant-based or a vegetarian diet. This is where I would point back to all of those resources or documentaries that you um, may have watched in, in deciding whether or not you want to take this step in your eating habits. Um, there are a lot of benefits that those resources resources will go over. One of the main ones and the reason why I started was for health reasons. So well-planned plant-based diets can be beneficial to your health. So, I mean, you're eating more fruits and vegetables and grains and legumes and just, I mean, how is that ever going to be a bad thing for you? (laughs) So, um, you know, you'll get more fiber, you'll get more nutrients. Um, A plant-based diet can help lower your risk of a high- of high blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar, and all of those are contributors to heart disease. So there are a ton of health benefits to switching to a plant-based diet. Um, Me personally, I found that I, the first thing that I noticed was my energy levels. So I just noticed that I had a lot more energy, And I just noticed that like overall my body just like felt better. I didn't feel like I had a brick in my stomach and that I was weighed down and in a couch coma. Tons of health benefits. I highly recommend looking into all of them. So another benefit of going to a plant-based diet is your environmental impact. So um, even ethical farms need land and resources to raise livestock so of course factory farming and giant agriculture firms are going to have just massive massive land dedicated to raising livestock and all of the water food fossil fuels that go into that business is just destroying our planet. Deforestation, methane gases from waste, water usage, all contributing factors to our global warming crisis. And if we support our current meat production, we will not have an earth to call home in probably about like 20 years. (laughs) So we literally cannot support our earth, cannot support the demand that livestock calls for. Um, it's at the sacrifice of producing food for areas that have extreme poverty and hunger. So it just, it has a huge, 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 huge environmental impact and is probably the, or actually the dairy and meat industries are the leading cause of pollution. So it's like, you know, even if everybody stopped driving a car for the rest of their lives, it, it in no way would affect our environment and our climate as much as if everybody stopped eating meat so it's just I'm not gonna get that far into it (laughs) it's really hard not to tumble down that rabbit hole I just think that each of these points that I'm making are things that are worth looking into and if you don't resonate with it again that's your own view that's your own choice that's your own way of thinking but the information is out there and very accessible and i think it's something that everybody should at least know about and make an informed decision from there so my next benefit (laughs) is going to be uh, for animal welfare. You know, if you follow a plant-based diet, you are going to be sparing lots of cute little lives. Uh, Another thing to consider is that whatever an animal ingests, you ingest. So in these large farms where they're feeding animals just corn or grain or soy or growth hormones or, you know, whatever they're injecting into this meat or whatever the animal is getting from their diet that of course goes into an animal's body and then if you eat an animal's body you are then also it's like secondhand smoke you are then by secondhand consuming anything bad that that animal may have consumed so uh, this kind of goes in both the environmental impact and animal we- welfare, as well as less plastic being in the ocean, because most of the plastic that is in the ocean comes from fishing nets. So if there is not a demand for fishing, no fishing nets. Um, and then saving the bees. Of course, if you stop eating honey, there is a chance to save our bees, which are very important for pollinating our plants, which is very important for growing all of our produce, right? So those are three, I think, very huge benefits to consider when seeing if you want to switch to a plant-based or a vegetarian diet. Um, Another benefit, moving away now from those very uh, touchy topics, (laughs) is that it, it can be easy on your wallet. It's actually... I feel like it can be very affordable to shop in the produce section only when the majority of your grocery list goes over to the produce section.
0: I'm pretty sure I listened to a podcast that was talking about how people who eat plant-based save, like they do end up saving every year. And I wish I could remember the amount, but like there was definitely a difference in people who eat plant-based versus meat and how much they spend on groceries every year. Yeah. So you're
1: right. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you think about it, if if the meat is like the central part of your meal... And you, I mean, meat can be very expensive unless you want to buy cheap meat. But if you buy cheap meat, it's not necessarily healthy. Anyways, it just, I feel like meat can get very expensive. And if you don't have to buy it, it seriously cuts your grocery bill. So, I mean, that's something that I've experienced personally. Like seeing how much my grocery bill can be during you know, from week to week. And even when I go on like major like pantry stocks, I still feel like my grocery bill is not as high as it ever was when I was buying like milk, eggs, meat, things like that. Um, cause those can be pricey. Yeah. Just something that I wanted to touch on. And the last thing, last benefit that I want to touch on is that eating a plant-based or a vegetarian diet helps you learn more about food and how to prepare it. And, I think it can make you fall in love with cooking and I think it can make you branch out into different types of food that you never would have considered eating or you've never even heard of. Um, So it's really cool to kind of expand your world and try new things.
0: Another, um, I mean, you talked about like the environmental impacts, um, but another thing that you can't be if you eat meat, which is like One of the main reasons I've always thought about going vegetarian is you can't be, unless you are buying your meat from like a butcher and they're wrapping it in like cardboard or something or like paper that can be um, recycled, can't be uh, waste free or like as waste free as possible if you eat meat because all meat comes in, most of it comes in styrofoam and it's wrapped in plastic and it's so terrible and Mm -hmm. I hate it because I've like almost completely cut out like all my waste that comes from shopping except for meat because I like it's that's how it comes so it's just so annoying right um I think you missed a really important reason to go vegetarian or vegan and that's that Beyonce is vegan, <laughs> and we all should strive to be more like Beyonce. I was like, <laughs> I was like what is she going to say? <laughs> what did I miss? I mean, it's about
1: Yeah, very valid point. And that's like, you can look up so many celebrities, and you might find somebody that you admire who went vegan or vegetarian, and you can read why they went vegan or vegetarian and see if you maybe have the same views. There's a ton of different ways to explore the curiosity around it and Melanie I mean you're right like even ethical like even ethical farms like even grass-fed free-range like pasture-raised beef it still requires land and it still requires water and it still requires food to raise these animals and if anything requires those resources for longer because those animals are i think i don't think they're sent to slaughter quite as quickly as like say a, a cow at a dairy farm or something like that so it's like although the animals are being treated better it doesn't have a less like it, it doesn't help our environment anymore it still has that global impact still i'll get like super into it but you make a very good point and you know even if you're buying the right or the healthy kind of meat it still comes in that packaging not to mention you know all of the all of the resources that went into that getting to the grocery store in the first place so yeah it's crazy especially um dipping back into Cowspiracy that documentary that I was talking about the guy that is filming it he wanted to see if there was like an ethical way that he could get his own meat that didn't have the environmental impact and that didn't have like a negative impact on the animal that would also negatively affect his health and I think like the only way that he was able to kind of maybe do it was he like bought a duck but then had to go take it to somebody to butcher it for him because he was like there's no way that I could I can't kill this duck by myself. <laughs> and so he, like, took it to somebody for who, who did it for him. He was like, "I like this is not a sustainable way of me, like, keeping meat in my diet. Like, I can't just get all these animals myself and, like, butcher them myself. That I mean, and that was just him personally, so.
0: You guys want to hear about this weird thing that the Texans Absolutely. do? Absolutely. This is just a disclaimer. I just moved to Texas – Two years ago, and um, <laughs> it's quite an experience. I love Texas. Like I love the weather. I love. I really do love like um. A lot of the culture and like how proud everyone here is, and it really is like a big sense of community and stuff. And I feel like um people are a lot nicer here than they were in Arizona. Which I don't know if you guys know about Arizona, but people there aren't nice. they have like a stigma, I guess. I didn't really First know that of all, until I moved. we're so nice. Calm First down. Of all not. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Um I not like you walk down the street here and are like how's your day going? Hey. And like in Arizona, like no one makes eye
1: contact. No one talks so. to each other because it's like I don't care how your day is going. So I'm not exactly. going to ask you.
0: <laughs> so there are those aspects of Texas that I enjoy. However, The Texans, um, well, it's a very Republican state, which so is Arizona, which is where I'm from, Um, which is fine, whatever. People can have differing opinions, I don't care. But um, the, like, people in Texas are really into hunting, and it's very big here more than in Arizona. And um, a thing that people in Texas do, and the first time I heard someone talking about it, it was just, like, such a strange strange concept to me um people will go buy like like if you have like a big family you'll go buy like a whole half of a cow or something and like someone said that they're like I bought half a cow or someone posted on like on Facebook who wants to go in with me on a cow and we can each buy half a cow and I was like what? what do you mean like what are you doing and like they're buying like the meat of like half of a cow and like the butcher like does all the stuff or whatever Mm -hmm. and then they get like like hamburger meat and steaks and roast and all the different cuts of meat and they get it all at once and they put it in a giant freezer and they just have like half a cow to eat
1: I've heard of that before. I've never heard of that. I've
0: never heard of that before I moved here. I I don't know why I've heard of it, but I definitely, like, when you said it, I was like, that's not a foreign concept. (laughs) Apparently, if you have, like, a big family and you're big meat eaters, it's, like, way to do it. And you get to, like, pick your cow from your farm that you like, and it could be a more ethical way, I guess, to get your meat. However, you would have to figure out how to... I think it the meat only stays good for nine months or something because it's not um it's not as processed as like the stuff you get in the grocery store and so even frozen it is only going to stay good for about like nine months. You'd have to figure out how to eat half cow nine months. That's a lot of. It's a lot of red meat. <laughs> it is a lot of red meat. It's a lot of contributors to heart
1: disease in your freezer. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. <laughs>
0: So anyways, just wanted to share. Thank you
1: for sharing that. I've never heard of that in my entire life. Texas tidbit. Never heard of that. Oh, oh my God. We should make, we should make one of those like interjections to just go in randomly through our podcast. It's
0: a Texas tidbit. It comes with a jingle. (laughs) Here's your Texas tidbit. (laughs) And it's just whatever Melanie learned about Texas that day. (laughs) I have so many. Oh God. Yeah, we should. Ooh, I want to start doing yeah, sure. it. sure. Okay. Texas tidbit. Should I talk about my experience? Or do you want to go first, Shauna? You can go first. Okay. So, like I said, I have thought about going vegetarian before, and I think I did. Actually, in high school, I went vegetarian for like two months for no other reason than the fact that we watched Super Size Me, I think. And I don't know why that made me want to go vegetarian, Mm -hmm. but it did. Oh, my gosh. That movie makes me want a Big Mac every time.
1: (laughs) That movie always makes me crave McDonald's, but it is a disgusting movie. I could see why that would make you just not want to eat meat altogether.
0: Yeah. And I think I had, like, two friends that were already going to go vegetarian, and so we're all, like, we're doing it together, you know. We were, like, 16. So I went vegetarian for, like, a month. And I grew up in a very, like, meat-potatoes family. Um, We had meat, like, every single day. Same. And so, that was really hard. And then, we now, I would say, at least two days a week, probably, I'm vegetarian, where we don't eat meat. Well, I don't eat meat. I'm not going to speak for my other half. But at least, me, I try to, like, at least have one day, for sure. But I think it evens out to probably two or three. And that started because we were doing Meatless Monday. We started Meatless Monday, like, two years ago. And then... I just found so many, like, vegetarian recipes I liked. They I just became, like, a part of our meal plans. And we have, like, two or three a week. So I already had, like, some recipes that I knew I liked. I wasn't, like, too worried about or, like, nervous about it or anything. It went pretty good. The only thing that was really difficult was that I definitely ate. I definitely eat healthier. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, saying this – In having only done it for a week. Like, obviously, I think that if I decided to make this like a permanent lifestyle, I would find a way to eat healthier as a vegetarian. But in this week that I tried it, um, I found myself reaching for like more carbs than I usually do because I think that the protein of like the meat was filling me up. And so if I was still hungry, I would replace it with like a carb. Rather than trying to find, like, a healthy alternative. Mm -hmm. I eat a lot of potatoes. A lot of potatoes. potatoes I don't really know. Our life. Potatoes are my best (laughs) But, like, I don't need to eat that many potatoes, I don't think, in one week. You do. You do. You need all the potatoes all the time. Melanie, all the TikTok dietitians say carbs are good for you, so... feel feel free to eat as many carbs as I was eating were that's good for (laughs) you. I just I love
1: those TikTok dietitians that are like
0: carbs are not scary and
1: I'm like thank you for validating my reason to like eat a loaf of bread whenever I want (laughs) to
0: Yes. So yeah, I think I would have to like work on that. I am not like a big like I feel like every time I want to snack it's either something that like, my normal snacks would be, like, something that has carbs in it or, like, I mean, always dairy, like, cheese or cottage cheese. Or My favorite snack in the whole world is cottage cheese, mixed sort a of tuna. And so, like, obviously I couldn't have that. And so then I was just eating, like, tortilla chips. And so it just was, like, poor planning slash I didn't realize, I guess, how much meat I actually eat. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just replace my meat for dinner with snot meat. And then I was like, oh, you eat meat all day long. Okay. So, yeah, I just felt like I didn't eat very healthy last week for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that it probably takes a while to, like, find the right balance. Because I also ate a lot of pasta. Um, and usually I try to only eat pasta, like, once a week because I just know that. Because I don't eat, like, the healthy pasta. I eat, like, normal like comfort food pasta, yes. And so it's the best kind. I will say though, like just really quickly, that
1: one of my biggest annoyances in trying to find recipes is that every other recipe is pasta, and then <laughs> I just yeah yes. from like vegan blogs or whatever, and like pasta is cool and everything. I just I'm not a huge pasta person in general. I do see it as like. A comfort food because it's such a like it can be such a heavy meal and maybe that's just a mindset that I need to try to like work out of just depending on what kind of pasta it is but geez like I don't want to have pasta five days a week
0: <laughs> no and like I mean it's fine to eat pasta with veggies in it and that's like some pesto. sure that's super healthy the problem is I can't just eat one serving of pasta I just continue to eat it until I'm like a hundred pounds more than I was when I started eating. It was like a whole hundred, <laughs> a whole pounds. hundred pounds. No, wow. like I've gained a hundred pounds within the time I've been eating dinner. Like I eat so much pasta. Like I eat probably two servings. It's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> so yeah, we had pasta twice last week, and one night we had like lentil tacos. Which were really really good, and I'm definitely gonna make them again. However, it was like I was eating lentils inside of a tortilla, so I was like, okay, just, just so many so many carbs. I guess the lentils are liking, but still. I sorry to interject, and I should probably talk about this during my time. But I so a little backstory for those of you who don't know us, <laughs> Melanie and I do Whole Thirty a lot, or we don't do it a lot, but we've done it in the past, I guess, a few times. Um, and so I feel like we were sort of. Brainwashed into like, legumes are bad. Yeah, like thinking (laughs) legumes are bad for you, like beans and peanuts and stuff like that. Lentils. Um. Yeah, lentils. Um. Just anything like that, and so I think that was something we had to like shift our thinking around because, like, those things are good for you. (laughs) Like realistically. Yeah, I did just feel like though when I was eating the like lentil tacos that. I was eating lentils inside of a tortilla, and I didn't actually have any vegetables in this meal, and so I was like, this isn't actually, like, this is vegetarian, but also this is just, like, me trying to make tacos with not meat, and I don't know, it was just, I needed better planning, and I need to eat healthier, so. (laughs) That was my only thing, is I just felt like I didn't eat very healthy, and that was totally on me, because I could have been eating, like, veggies instead of eating chips or whatever, so. I think that's a good point, though, because I think a lot of people are like, oh, a vegan diet, like, I'm going to go vegan and I'm going to lose weight or something like that. And a lot of times that people go vegan, they end up eating, like, Oreos and chips (laughs) because those are delicious, first of all, but also because they're, like, quick and easy and you know you can eat them. Um, So I think it's really easy to fall into that sort of pattern if you're not planning ahead, like Yeah,
1: it's very easy to fall into because – Just because something is vegan, like Shauna said, doesn't mean that it's always necessarily the healthiest option. There is definitely a balance that you can maintain and you're allowed to have like comfort food, treats, desserts, like whatever, you know, it's your life, go live it. But there are definitely healthier options than others and so just, I guess, be careful of choosing too many processed items in your in your diet because then it's just going to negate the whole like the whole health reasons of why you may be switching over so
0: yeah that's a good yeah, thing yeah and another um thing that happened is I I work at a campground right now and um every Sunday we have like family meal it's just super cute I think like the owner of the campground like buys uh lunch for everybody, and everybody comes and we all eat together. It's always, like, meat. Meat heavy. And so, last Sunday, I just ate a bag of chips because I wasn't eating meat and I didn't prepare, and so it's just like, I just had to prepare more because I wasn't used to it. So, yeah. Oh, and the day that I went vegan was fine, except for I eat string cheese every single day, and I really missed my string cheese. Mm -hmm. And Oh, um...
1: Had those I dreams it's... about eating a cheese wheel
0: that day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, um, I forgot to mention this. I did cheat, um, because I have oh, been working. Oh, boy. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> I have been working out a lot. I'm, like, really proud of myself because I fell off the working out wagon. I was, like, it was bad. It got really bad. But I'm back on track. However, I get really sore when I work out in a way that I don't get so sore, I so I drink protein shake, and the only protein I had was whey protein. Yeah. And I was not about to go spend – Go buy another – Like $27 yeah. on, a on a vegan, vegan. protein. <laughs> I just – I couldn't – I couldn't commit. Also, I've tried vegan proteins before, and I've never found one um, that doesn't hurt my stomach. Mm. Like, most of them give me a really bad stomach ache. The, the um vegan ones, which I know a lot of whey protein gives people stomach aches, so I think that's – interesting like you said everybody's body is different but i did have my protein shake every day so i did cheat i couldn't i just i wasn't gonna do it and i didn't want to be sore
1: <laughs> <laughs> understandable it's okay baby steps yeah be compassionate yeah. with yourself
0: <laughs> yeah. talk so, nicely to yourself <laughs> i think i still want to try to do like three days of vegetarian a week and I've already, um, like this year in general, just have been trying to eat less red meat and definitely have cut down on that. In Texas? Wow. Yeah, I know. I did not buy half I a cow. I've been I trying was just about to, ask. to buy half cows. <laughs> <laughs> less half cows this year. <laughs> the offer is always there. So yeah. Um I it was a good experience and I'm happy I did it and it really wasn't as hard as I thought it was gonna be.
1: Okay, so what was your what was your favorite recipe that you tried this week?
0: I Well, so pretty much every week we have this tofu stir fry that I've been making for months, and I really love that. It's just this tofu from Trader Joe's. It's already – it's baked, I guess, and it's already in um, a teriyaki marinade. Mm-hmm. And so because it's baked pre-baked – then I put like cornstarch on it and that makes it crispy when I pan fry it Mm -hmm. and then I do like veggies and I do sauce and so we make that if not every week every two weeks so I already love that but the new recipe I tried this week that I really liked was the lentil tacos they were so good it was more of like a it just kind of reminded me though of like a bean taco like it it tasted like taco meat Mm -hmm. but the texture was like beans so don't think when you make those that it's gonna replicate meat it's
1: not gonna have that texture although there are a bunch of like different recipes like doing like walnut meat i haven't gotten that like I haven't gone down that route. Tabitha
0: did that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> she did? Tabitha did that. Um, Tabitha.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I usually just do, yes. like, bean tacos. Or um, or you could try mixing quinoa in there to give it, like, a, another texture. Or I just eat, like, mushroom tacos or something.
0: No, I just had anxiety when you said put quinoa in there because you're adding another carb to her <laughs> lentil tacos. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: quinoa is so many carbs. It's a super food. Carbs are good it's for you. so good Eat for that. you. It has protein in it.
0: Complex carbs. Carbs are good for you. Anyways, that was my favorite meal and I'll definitely make that again. What
1: was your least favorite meal? Did you have one? What was the worst part about this week or was that just cuz you felt like you weren't as prepared?
0: Um, the worst part was having to do with my husband complain. <laughs> 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 i um, accurate just kidding that's hilarious um what I'm trying to think back to my meals I should have had my menu in front of me well my least favorite meal was when I ate chips instead of eating family meal yeah just sad and that's hard
1: that's like I feel like I should have given you guys tips before this week but I wasn't really I guess I wasn't really expecting there to be like outings with people um not that yours was an outing but you know what I mean like we there haven't been yeah like group gatherings of meals as of late, so I didn't really think to be like, oh, and just in case you get invited somewhere, like, eat beforehand or bring your own food or, you know, or ask what they're serving and then just say, like, hey, is it okay if I just bring this dish? And you can either bring something for everyone to share or you can bring your own meal.
0: Yeah, there used to be this girl that worked at the campground who was vegetarian and she told the owner that she's vegetarian and so every Sunday he would like, wherever he was getting the food from, he would just get something from that place that was vegetarian for her and get her, like, her own little, like, plate. Mm-hmm. And so if I would have told him that I wanted to do that, I'm sure he would have done that, but I didn't tell him, so. Yeah. You know, and she doesn't work there anymore, so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Just requires a little more, sometimes requires a little more planning, and that's where that, you will you just kind of learn as you go kind of thing.
0: Yeah. How was your experience, Shauna? Mine was good. Um, honestly, I didn't feel like it was a big change for me. I have also been trying to move towards a more plant-based diet. I definitely don't think I could ever completely go vegan, but I know that the environmental impacts and some of the animal w- welfare stuff resonates with me. So in general, I've been trying to slowly move towards at least not having me always be the primary, <laughs> like the center of my meals. Um, so really for the most part, like I don't really do any meat for breakfast or lunch most of the time. Um, a lot of times I'll do salads and I'll put chickpeas on top now, or if it's like a Southwest salad, I'll do a salad with like beans on top instead. Um, So I've been trying to just basically substitute things that I would normally put meat on with other things. So I've already been doing that a lot and I really like it. So for the most part, for me, it was mostly just switching up what I was making for dinner. And I would say the hardest part was my husband. And if I ever did decide to more fully commit to this lifestyle would forever be him. He loves meat. He is very much meat and potatoes. Um, I mean, I I grew up like that, too, so I definitely understand, and I think that would just be something hard that we would have to figure out. <laughs> it would be basically making two meals a lot of the times, I think. Yeah. Although there Absolutely. are there are some good vegetarian meals that he does like, but just, he loves a hamburger. Yep. I, he could never not eat those, I don't think. Yeah, I do feel life. like that if I ever went vegetarian, it would, I would have to make two meals, and I'm just not about that life. Sometimes I do that. When you are talking about your pasta, so, like, if we make pasta, I like the bonza chickpea pasta. Um, so I like to use that for some extra protein when I'm making it. Melanie's making a face. She hates it. No, 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 no. My cat just <laughs> threw up. I'm oh. Sorry. Like, oh. right next to me. But I remember you saying you didn't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate the bonza pasta. Continue, though. I'm so sorry about my face. It's okay. So I eat the Bonza pasta for a little bit of extra protein. So I'll make a pasta for me and then like normal spaghetti, I guess, for Dustin a lot of the time. So I don't really mind doing that. I feel like it's like not that big of a deal. But I guess it would be a different story if it was cooking something meat versus not. And I think he just throwing him under the bus today, but (laughs) he doesn't eat leftovers as well as I do. Like I don't mind leftovers at all. I can make something like on Monday and then just eat it the rest of the week for dinner. Um, and he is not like that. So I, a lot of the times I end up eating whatever the leftovers are. So it would be hard to make something for him. And then if it wasn't the right amount or like, like a lesser amount or there were leftovers, basically like it would be hard to let those go to waste and feel okay about it. But so that's something I think down the line. But overall, like, I don't know. I didn't I didn't feel that different this week. Like, I didn't notice a big change either way. I didn't really miss the meat. I made avocado, black bean enchiladas that were actually Melanie's suggestion, and those were really good. And I had those for dinner majority of the week. And then um, for lunches, like I said, I did salads. Um, so I just would do salad, and I usually put either chicken, peas or black beans on top so I did that. Um, I also made another, over the weekend I made some buffalo cauliflower which I love and I actually put that on top of a Caesar salad. So it's like a buffalo Caesar yes. salad. And it was really good. I'm making some this Friday. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Although now that I'm saying this, I'm just realizing that Caesar dressing isn't technically vegetarian. Ah, I guess I cheated too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it might be actually a lot of Caesar dressings now don't have anchovies. If you actually look, like mm. a lot of them have like different things i guess they've kind of veered off the anchovy thing but yeah because it's just to check but anyways yeah i'll have to check on that one see if i actually cheated or not but i guess something to keep in mind if you're trying to fully commit but i guess like brie said it's super easy to miss stuff like that especially when you're just getting started i'm trying to think of what else i ate I guess like avocado toast um uh, lentil soup even though it's hot why am I eating lentil soup just because it was easy (laughs) what else did I eat I don't know I don't even remember I know it was all vegetarian for the most part but like I said it just like didn't feel like that much of an interruption to my life I feel like as long as I have recipes that are easy to like make in advance and just like have then I'm not I don't end up missing meat that much the only time I miss meat. so there was one day where Destin ended up getting Popeyes for mm-hmm. <laughs> dinner, and I love their chicken sandwiches. And I was so sad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You," son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> and you were probably hungry too. And it just like it probably smelled so yeah. good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember what I ate instead. I think I like had some of the fries he got, <laughs> and that was fine. Yeah, so I think I miss specific things that are meat like i'll just like randomly have a craving for something like that but in general like in my day-to-day i am i think i'm okay with eating less meat but i think if i tried to do go vegan it would be way 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 harder because now i'm like thinking about it i'm like brie do you eat like chocolate <laughs> is there milk and chocolate uh, or do you just eat like dark some chocolate?
1: chocolates? Most dark, dark chocolates don't have milk and then there are some brands that are exclusively vegan so if they are a milk chocolate they'll use a plant milk to make their milk chocolate or they'll they'll specifically not use any equipment that has also processed like milk and eggs on it to also make their chocolate which is like one of the big disclaimers on a lot of stuff is like, oh, this equipment has also been used to process stuff that has milk and eggs in it, um, so that product doesn't necessarily contain milk or eggs, but it might have traces. That kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I eat chocolate. I like dark chocolate though, gotcha. so that's never really been a struggle for me. It's just uh, yeah, I like dark chocolate too. So that would be a yeah, good.
0: I'm just. <laughs> guys know that Thin Mints are vegan. I do know that Thin Mints are vegan. Those
1: are my favorite Girl Scout cookies.
0: If I went vegan, the hardest part would be cheese,
1: 100%. and then
0: because I've even tried some vegan cheeses, and I just they don't taste the same to me. Ugh, Sorry, you have to try Chow
1: cheese. That's my favorite.
0: Chow, chow or By Life.
1: Life is also really good. I'll try it. There are some that are just abs- I would rather just not eat a cheese substitute the um
0: <laughs> vegan selection at a texas grocery store is like this big so yeah and we don't have like sprouts or we have whole foods but not in the town i live in i would have to drive into san antonio or austin if i lived in austin it would be a lot better because austin's more um about that life mm-hmm. the town i live in yeah <laughs> i mean and
1: i guess that just Sometimes people don't have access to those kinds of substitutions, so sometimes it, it literally is just better to, like, go without cheese. But I can see, I definitely understand the tr- struggle. It was, like, three years of me not being vegan because I always fell to the cheese,
0: my weakness. Back into the cheese trap. I understand. Another thing that would be hard is, I think, honestly, the biggest meat that I would have a really hard time giving up would be like fish because i love like shrimp and i really love fish i don't eat it as much because john doesn't like it so i don't make it but if we ever go to a restaurant i almost always order fish because it's so interesting it. and i love sushi Ta-da. oh sushi <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny that i am not See it it's
1: really funny that you say that, and like something that I would like to say after you guys sharing your experiences is I think it's really cool or I think it's commendable that you guys just switched. I mean, I feel like you have pretty healthy diets as is because, like you mentioned earlier, shauna you've like frequently or from time to time you'll do like whole 30 and stuff like that, so I feel like you guys. Generally, have a really good mindset about the kinds of food that you're eating, Um, but I think it's really commendable that you just switched, like, cold turkey, so to so to speak, (laughs) pun intended. Shauna,
0: Shauna, she's so So We're skinny. So you think? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just remembered one thing, though. So we did order pizza one night, and Dustin was like, "I don't know what kind of pizza to get you," because we normally get like something with meat on it and he got me this pizza and he ordered this white pizza and it was just like cheese with ricotta cheese and there was like no sauce on it which is part of the problem mm-hmm. but also I missed pepperoni I think I would miss pepperoni a lot mm-hmm. like I'll snack on pepperoni sometimes yeah, yeah. I just so good that would be really I'd, hard to give up also the night that I got offered my job we were celebrating with his parents and we ordered pizza but we just ordered like a vegetarian pizza. We didn't. I know. Dustin didn't know what he was looking for. And of course after he ordered it, he was like, oh, I didn't realize there was this vegetarian one or this uh, we could have gotten like a margarita pizza. I didn't realize there were so <laughs> many like, options and
1: I could have just ordered you a cheese pizza.
0: Yeah, I was like, you're out of control. You're not allowed to order a pizza. I didn't, no, I think that's so, funny. Okay,
1: so so going, so going back, I commend you guys on just automatically switching to a vegetarian diet. I myself Personally, the way that I went about it is I weaned myself off of meat. So I stopped eating red meat. Then I stopped eating poultry. Seafood was the last thing for me to stop eating because it was my favorite thing of all time. Sushi like, is my jam. It is my all-time favorite food. I love it. So I was actually pescatarian for like a whole year because I could not stop eating fish. And I was like, I can't give it up. And then one day I, I just... I felt ready and I was like, okay, I'm going to have my last sushi meal and then and then I'll move on. And now I still eat sushi. It's still my favorite food. It's just a different kind of sushi. And there were times when I would crave meat, but it was mostly when I was hungry and when I could smell it. So if I was hungry and could smell a hamburger cooking or bacon cooking... I I would just obviously I would crave that because I know what it tastes like I grew up in a meat and potatoes household kind of thing too like I feel like Mexican food is very meat centric like it's very meat heavy and dairy heavy so I grew up with all of that and I don't know so obviously I know what it tastes like so when I was hungry and I could smell meat cooking it was like it was awful. And then I found, like, once I ate, I was totally fine. Um, and I didn't, like, have those cravings anymore. Um, I'm just saying, like, however you want to arrive at your... Or, like, however you want to start your your food journey is completely up to you. And you don't have to just go vegan overnight. You can take as much time as you want. You can omit as many things as you want from what you eat and do it that way if you need to eat literally a vegan diet except for cheese because it is just something that you can't (laughs) let go of then you know you nobody knows your body as well as you do so um and nobody can really tell you what to do or or make those choices for you you know all you can ever really do for somebody is give them information or point them to some information and hope that they make the right choice right so
0: yeah yeah well I think one thing to consider too is if you're doing it Um, maybe not for like health reasons, but if you're doing it more for like the environmental reasons or like animal welfare reasons, even eating, like having, like Melanie did a meatless Monday, like makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so hard to just completely change your life overnight. I feel like most people who try to do that, like don't end up sticking with it. So I think it makes the most sense, like you said, Brie, to really just like slowly change those habits and find things that you actually like. Um, that you can eat instead instead of like just trying to do a complete 180 and being ending up feeling unsatisfied or like eating foods that you don't really like right.
1: and it, I mean it can also be very overwhelming and that would be very hard to sustain if you just threw yourself into like a brand new world and had no footing and was just completely outside of your comfort zone and your, I mean your your diet is a huge thing that affects not only your physical health but your mental health as well so it's like if you just throw yourself into a new diet like no no resources no preparation doing things that you're not comfortable with I just don't think that you're going to have a good result so you know cut out things that you're comfortable cutting out make substitutions for things you feel comfortable substituting and just always do what's right for your body and for your state of mind that's, like, the number one thing. And I – yeah. So, like, see, I didn't even want to, like, talk about weight loss or anything as a benefit for for doing a plant-based diet because your main focus should just be to be healthy. Okay. Yeah. That was something that I wanted to comment on, too, Melanie, was your Meatless Mondays. That's, like, a great way to experiment with, uh, with meatless meals is to have a Meatless Monday and – if you just, like, start with just the one day a week, that gives you plenty of time to prepare for it, and then you can start kind of gathering recipes that you like, that you feel comfortable making, and that will also help branch out into the rest of your diet, like Melanie did. Now she eats vegetarian, like, three times a week, which I think is really cool.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, if you're a vegetarian or you are going to try to be vegetarian or vegan, let us know how your experience went. You can always email us or go on our social media. I forgot the name of our Instagram. (laughs) It's just trials and error podcast. Is
1: it trials and error podcast? I don't know. Well, while you're looking that up, um, I just have a few tips on if you want to make that switch and maintain that switch. Only you would know if that's a lifestyle change that you want to commit to. Take the steps, like we've been saying, your baby steps. Have compassion for yourself. Do what is comfortable for you and healthy for you. Notice how you feel. Take note of the positives. Take note of the negatives and compare and adjust accordingly. If you mess up, like I said, there's not going to be a mob of angry vegetarians or angry vegans around the corner ready to ban you from ever eating like that again there are no amount of times that you can mess up on your diet because you can't mess up you're a human being and eating something that doesn't follow what your dietary habits are at the time it's not gonna ruin your life or kill you on the spot um, and all you can do is continue to learn and make choices that are right for you and the last thing that I really want to <laughs> leave you with is to please be safe While you're um, experimenting with your diet, um, if you decide to maintain a vegetarian or plant-based diet, please make sure that your diet is composed of the whole foods necessary to get your proper vitamins and minerals in um, or supplement those if you need to this is where those processed vegan foods come into play Uh, you may not be getting the nutrients that you need if you're always substituting something that is processed or ready-made so just kind of do a check-in and make sure that the fruits and vegetables and and grains and legumes and everything that you're incorporating nuts seeds whatever into your diet just make sure that It's well-planned, it's well-rounded, and that you're getting the nutrients that you need to, um, or maybe look into supplements if you find that you can't get it from from your diet. Actually, I like this is the last thing that I want to leave people with, is you can literally do whatever you want. Labels mean nothing, and you don't have to put one on yourself if you don't want to. You can eat plant-based one day and then eat a whole rack of ribs the next day. You can change your mind at any point in time. It's your life. It's your diet. It's your health. If you don't want to be labeled a vegan, don't call yourself a vegan. If you don't want to be labeled a vegetarian, don't call yourself a vegetarian. You are a human being and you eat food.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So our Instagram is Trials and Error Podcasts at Trials and Error Podcasts. And then our email is podcast at gmail.com. So if you ever want to get in contact with us, you can DM us or email us. And we're always looking for new ideas for the podcast. If you have good ideas or you just want to say hi or whatever you want to say. Yeah.
1: Tell us your experience. Have you ever considered a vegetarian or a vegan diet? Have you tried it in the past and you're not anymore? Have you been vegan for 15 years? Have you, uh, I don't know what else.
0: Never had meat ever. You
1: know. <laughs> have you bought half a cow before?
0: I've <laughs> <Or you laughs> never bought half a cow. <laughs> or a whole cow. No, or a whole, have you purchased a whole cow before? I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home? <laughs> Excuse me. I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home now? Sorry, just had to throw in an Emperor's New Groove quote in there. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go buy, go watch Emperor's New Groove. If right, you this
1: need second, to know please. the basis <laughs> of our friendship. You need to watch the Emperor's New Groove and then get back to us, and then send us an email telling us that you watched it, and then we'll accept you with open arms.
0: Such an underrated, video. <laughs> so underrated. Oh my gosh, you guys know that. You know that TikTok trend. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry all I do is TikTok it's my life now um so the ones where they like push oh I already sent it to you guys yeah the one with Kuzco Never mind. Yeah, I hate it yeah, we're with <laughs> I forgot it's so funny still think about it randomly
1: it was the best one <laughs> it's the best one
0: for that trend anyways what are we talking about next week oh that's me we're done <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be dancing to release trauma and and regulate our nervous system so if that sounds exciting listen to our episode next week yes, yes. and follow us <laughs> and rate us on apple and spotify Kiddings, bye. Love Kiddings, you. Bye love you. <laughs> bye love you bye love you <laughs> Okay, let's try it again. i crying. <laughs> Same, but I don't know if it's because I'm laughing or because I'm horrified. <laughs>